Stetson. Yes, it's Stetson. What happened to Steady? All right. I mean, he got a public intoxication in Dallas. Oh, yeah, I did see that. Which yeah. is not that big of a deal. No, but, but they, there was a call for disorderly conduct. Speaking of. There we go. Yeah. No, what was funny was the uh, the report said that there was no evidence that Mr. Bennett was the cause of the disorderly conduct. <laughs> but the call was is there's a dude walking around banging on doors, and there's no evidence. Yeah, I think he just forgot he wasn't in Athens. <laughs> Wait, that he was like banging on doors, or somebody was. Somebody was banging on somebody doors, was. and when the cops showed up, Stetson was outside drunk. <laughs> hey, it's a good cover though, because that's gonna uh, help his. You know, that's gonna not drop his draft stock if he doesn't get caught with a disorderly conduct. Like yeah. a drunk in public's one thing, but disorderly conduct's not gonna. Public intoxication. You literally just go to the courthouse, pay a fine. Like you, know, oh, you okay. have to go to like court. Here we are, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. We're back. Back, baby. We're back, We're and back. I just action. real quick. I just want to address something. We, <clears throat> for our listeners out there, we did record this podcast. We tried to record last night. We did, and we did. We got 105 minutes of great material. 145. And then my Chromebook froze up, and I lost it. Yeah. Every minute Gone. of it. Yeah. Gone. So here we are again, mm-hmm. and we're gonna do it again. Right on. Y'all feel good about it? Part D. Part D. Part <laughs> So last night was a practice. Here we are. I got Ian Smith with me. I got Justin Little with me. And we're gonna uh, we're gonna talk. My OGs. Let's do it. Y'all, you guys are my OGs. Garage days, baby. Yeah. Garage days. The garage days. Not gonna lie, there are days I miss garage mornings. Friday, five a.m. in the garage. Yeah. In the shed. Yeah. When it was hot. Music was bumping. Yeah. Like, bro, when it's hot at 5 a.m. and muggy. Dude, that building was something else, man. Yeah. Like, really, like 5 a.m., it was like 100% humidity, 1,000 degrees in there. Yeah. Cranking out squats in a sauna. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, if, you're, if your normal poop schedule's at 6 a.m. and all you got is that porta potty outside. <sighs> Hit that bad boy the day before. <laughs> if yeah. you had to. Yeah. No other day. Legit. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's get started. Ian. Yes. Let's um before we get to Justin, and we get like I said, you can everybody can join in on the conversation, but let's talk a little bit about what we talked about last night. And uh we'll have some new things come out. And uh what I want you to talk about, Ian, is <clears throat> since you did play, you know, college football for Georgia. Um, and you may have like a better perspective on this. Um how does playing a team sport such as football, how does that help translate um, into strength sports as you get, well, not even as you get older, but just in general? How does playing a team sport help with uh, strength sports? Gotcha. It's or vice versa. Right. Mm-hmm. Or vice or how does yeah. it, Or how does it not help? How does, no, no, no. Or how does strength sports help? Or strength and conditioning help with team sports. Yeah. yeah. Let's okay. go all the way around it. All the way around Let's it. go all, all the right. way around it tonight. I'll answer the first part first. How how team sports or just sports translates, helps translate into strength sports. Um, first part of that, I think it helps you understand the process that it takes. Uh, what I mean by that is like, so in sports, I mean, you got practice, practice, practice. 
And then game right. time. All right, Allen Iverson. Yeah. Hold on yeah, now. Man. We ain't talking about practice. <laughs> <laughs> we talking about practice, man. Practice. Practice, baby. <laughs> practice, baby. No. But, you know, I mean, you, you practice in preparation for the game. Yeah. But, it, you know, it sounds simple. But I think it also helps you understand the process and the fact that even though you practice and practice and practice, there's no guarantee of – the outcome that you want for that game or the outcome that you want for the end of the cycle or for the end of the, um, you know, when you're on the platform. Um, but I think it helps you understand that process and the fact that understanding the seeing the little things. All right, even though we didn't win the game, I busted my butt at practice this week and I got better at this technique. Right. You know, I think it's the same thing in, you know, weightlifting or powerlifting. All right. I went to this grueling cycle. I didn't. I only gained like maybe one kilo on my squat, but my snatch technique's better. My jerk technique's better. Right. All right. The I'm I'm finally been able to comp pause on bench a little bit easier. Yeah. You know. So I think understanding that process, I think it helps. Second thing I think it helps with is just going through the uh, just the physical grind of any type of team sport. I think it helps you understand what that that mindset of being comfortable being uncomfortable. You know, I think that's a really important thing in strength sports. Because, I mean, we all do it because, um, one, I, think, I mean, I think we're a little bit off because we like lifting heavy stuff. Yeah. I think anybody that really, really loves lifting heavy stuff is... You have to be a little crazy. Yeah, you are you got to be a little unhinged a little bit. Mm-hmm. Really like they lift heavy stuff, which we all do. That's why we're here, right? Yeah. I heard Kai uh, Green say that one time. I think about, I think it was about Ronnie Coleman. And he was like, you have to have... Like, there's something inside of you, if you're going to squat 800 pounds. 800 solid-ass pounds. 800 solid-ass pounds. There's something inside of you that's unhinged, that's just, you know, crazy. No doubt, no doubt. But I think it helps with that mindset. Uh, I mean, we we know, I mean, there's, it's not comfortable to let 300-pound clean crash on you. You know, it's not comfortable to put... 400 pounds on your back and you know, go for it as many times as you can or, or what you know whatever the weight is for you it's not really comfortable about that but it helps you with that mindset of you know being able to push through yeah that's good um so <clears throat> now let's uh let's kind of do the opposite and get a little bit more technical with it too okay. with uh <clears throat> so like you did strength you know strength when you when you played at Georgia, obviously y'all trained strength and conditioning. You know, me and Justin were talking about this earlier. You know, how much do you think like doing, whether it's power cleans or hand cleans or or even squats, bench, whatever, just like kind of name some things that you know like help translate to the field for you. I mean, just far as like lift it lift wise, like yeah, lift just lifting wise. wise, yeah. Oh, I mean, there. I mean, I think anybody <clears throat> who knows anything about football, I mean, the clean is the best transition into the sport at all. Yeah. Um, I mean, the whole the whole sport is based around really how strong your your hips are. I mean, every, you're blocking, tackling, running. It's all based on yeah. your hip strength and how much power you can produce. Right. Um, so, I mean, those cleans are where it's at. And I really think that's a big part of why I was able to get to the level I was. It's because, you know, shout out to my high school strength coach, James Jones. 
James Jones. James Jones. Not to be confused with the MMA fighter. Is he James Jones? That's uh, John Jones. John Jones. John John Bones Jones. I'm going to get made fun of for that. I don't. I didn't even know. I don't know who that is. So. I thought you were going for a uh, Mike Jones. <laughs> Mike Jones. Uh, um, shout out to him. I mean, because he. All right. So back when we were, when I was in high school, strength and conditioning was not like a. It's not like what it is now, in, within high school sports. I mean, you did it, but it was not as uh, as intense and as methodical as what it is now. But I was able to come through that program with him where he was very intense and very methodical. But the biggest thing he did for us is he made us squat clean. Yeah. You know, we didn't do football cleans. Right. Like, he didn't care, you know, if you if you could, um, you know, football clean 225. If you couldn't full squat clean 135 and get down there, elbows through, you know, right. strong back. He made you do 135 over and over and over again until the technique was perfect. Nice. And to this day, I mean, got to brag on myself, but go ahead, baby. I don't have to worry about my clean technique. Yeah. I mean, I really, I really don't. <clears throat> don't. I mean, we've ne- we've never really had to. I've never had to really like. Yeah. But even if something is off, like I know. Yeah. You know, like I mean, I can miss it, or I can just feel like, oh, you know, I can pretty much tell what was off. Of that. Yeah. <clears throat> So I think that's a big part of why I was as successful as I was within the game of football. Yeah. Because he was so um, he was so hard on the technique with the cleans and in the weight room and everything like that. So kind of on the flip side of that, um, I mean, if you are on, you know, if you're able to come through a program like that, that focuses on that strength side of things. I mean, that pays dividends. Yeah. For you all on in any field. I mean, football field, baseball, basketball. I mean, if you're stronger, you're going to be a better athlete. So you're going to be able to run faster and jump higher. Yeah. So. And you played uh, offensive line, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So you had to you had to do some protection. And I had to do some protection on some pretty fast guys. Yeah. I had to get out there and pull a little bit. Yeah. 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 I had to be quick on my feet. Yeah. One of the <clears throat> coolest things, um, Ian used to coach. We used to coach at a gym together. And he would get uh, two guys. I guess it was a football thing. A football thing. You get like a, he's like a PVC pipe or a rope. Yeah, broomstick, baby. A broomstick. Yeah. And have two guys grab onto it, and they would just fight. I mean, literally, just like three, two, one, go, and f- just pull. And uh, I mean, that's that's some intense stuff. Diversity drill, baby. I mean, that's some intense stuff. I love it. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's good. All right, <clears throat> let's take a quick break, and then we're gonna come back and talk to Justin. All right, hey, so we're back, and we're laughing because I had to edit something out. <laughs> All right, so here we are. Um, Justin, Justin. Um, some of y'all may know this. Um, Justin is our powerlifting coach here at South Georgia Barbell. He uh, He's the one that took, uh, you know, had some time, took the initiative to, you know, get his uh, coaching certification, right? Yep. Yeah, and... Um, he runs a great meet here, one of the best meets in uh, Georgia. I'm going to tell you right now, South Georgia Barbell Brawl. Brawl, baby. Yeah, he's the meet director for that, and uh, he also coaches uh, a lot of good athletes. And um, <clears throat> what I want to ask him is, um, if you have, because this is what I hear a lot from 
owning a gym, a strength gym, okay? I'll have somebody's mama come in, okay? And they say, hey, I saw that this kid that you have is strong. I want my kid to be strong too. And I want him to power lift just like this kid. And I want him to be that good, okay? All right. Make it happen, coach. I think how, how, what, what, um, go through like the first week or two of programming or assessment. Yeah. So I think first you gotta, you gotta stop and make sure you understand either, you know, what the client's expectation or the expectation of the parent is on, or understand what their definition of strong is. Yeah. Strong can be a lot of different things. It can look a lot of different ways especially when you're talking about different age groups, weight classes, things like that. If it comes down strictly to, well, this kid is similarly sized and similarly aged as the kid you're talking about that we're basing this off of, I think ideally they're going to come down and like, well, I want them to squat, bench, and dead, you know, be competitive Yeah. in that. Um, if it's a situation where different age, different sex, different weight class, you got to try to temper some of those expectations it's not an overnight deal yeah either way um but i think yeah you kind of sit down and you kind of figure out okay what is what does strong mean to you like what does that look like is that is because you know a lot of people would argue that the old school heavyweight powerlifters of the day weren't very athletic didn't look athletic but were strong yeah. think about some of the the powerlifters of the late 80s early 90s they don't look necessarily strong but you put them under a barbell and the strongest men that walk the face of the earth yeah. or is strong to you being fit, athletic, explosive. And then also, you know, being able to throw around some weight in that process, but yeah. kind of for the sake of trying to get too into the weeds there, <clears throat> I think the, the, the first thing you're doing inside the gym is you're kicking off the on clouds. When you're walking into the gym, wearing on clouds, we're going to do some barefoot air squats. Of course. Determine the mobility. They are comfortable though. Comfortable shoes, just don't squat in them. Yeah, if you have a choice. If I see anybody squatting on clouds, it's just. I know we talked about this last night, but just, yeah. yeah, I might throw them in the trash. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, just start testing their mobility and see where they're at. I mean, I'm I'm not of the of the mindset of like, okay, well, it's day number one, maxing out everything so we can establish a baseline and know where to go. I really want to see if they can move. Yeah, there's no point in loading the kids back no. with 405 on a bar for them to do a quarter squat and you know but i did it in football coach well i'm not your football coach <laughs> <laughs> yeah that one i mean that does that comes up a lot it's like well oh well at school i squatted you know i squatted 365 you know and it's like okay we'll do an air squat no weight on your back and and you know right then yeah no yeah. That, that that bad boy was high yeah. high yeah so testing mobility um testing flexibility looking at range of motion um is something that um that i like to do just understand where they're at and then also try to get a timeline of expectation it's like okay you know how quick are you expecting this because to me it's all about communication between the coach and the athlete if the right. if the athlete if you never have that conversation well i want to get strong it's like okay we're talking in two weeks two months two years you know like if you don't have that understanding they might walk out the door one day and be like, well i didn't get strong as fast as i thought and you're sitting over there like well i thought i had two years to get you strong right not two months so you're saying you need to communicate that 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 timeline to them out the gate like hey look 
this is going to take some time. Right, 100%. And it's 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 a little give and take on that part. Like They need to understand that strength's not overnight. You're not going to come in, drink your protein sh- shake, take a little creatine, hit a couple workouts in a week, and just see – you know a 20 pound jump you know in your in your max if you have a baseline max that you feel comfortable with yeah now uh, youth they will out in the gate though yeah that's just that beginner strength coming into play or so how do you i know i know i'm throwing the kitchen sink at you yeah all right so hey we're two three four weeks in i mean i'm starting to feel strong like i'm you know i'm getting a couple little little prs and then i plateau Right, you know about let's well yep. not two three weeks in let's say six months in okay yep all those PRs come now I'm plateauing coach what are, you know now now it's now it's time to actually start working yeah like you've been loading their CNS you've been getting them used to the movements getting that you know you're building that consistency you're you're building their education and their knowledge around when you're programming a lift they don't have to ask you you know every single time they're looking at the program or well I don't remember what bulgarian split squat means can you can you demonstrate that for me or can you tell me what that is or remind me what it is or i don't know what death march means like you know what i mean like you're 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 they're learning the vocabulary of the gym they're learning that consistency they're learning the flow of a training cycle yeah you're not going to come in you're not going to blow out your chest four days in a row like we're going to we're going to work on other things throughout the week so you hit that plateau and it's like okay like it happens like you know try to explain kind of that beginners novice whatever you want to call it you can call it beginner's luck or beginner strength or newbie strength whatever like explain that like that's every every other person that's in this gym has experienced or is in the in the midst of experiencing it right now and that's the reason why you have to continue training you don't just get strong one time and stay strong for the rest of your life right so if you want to get strong and stay strong you have to continue to train so yeah, just kind of going through that and trying to trying to keep you know keep the spirits lifted, um, you know, when you hit that kind of plateau, maybe for the first time with an athlete, I try to think back over the training program. Like, here, what are some movements that they like really enjoy doing? What's something they find joy in doing? And what is it that they're just maybe they bitch and moan about something, or maybe they're just like they'll they'll skip it when you're not looking, or omit it completely, or whatever. And I may try to spice things up a little bit, throw something, throw a couple days in there that hits a little bit of a different body part or hits it from a different angle or whatever, but it's still in that realm of something that they enjoy doing Yeah. Um, in order for them to, to not get too burnt out if they've been going for six months straight on a training cycle or, you know, two training cycles inside that six months, give them a week of, of, of fun a little bit, give them, give them a movement that they find enjoyment in so it's not like oh damn it i got front pause front squats again like a five by three pause front like I'm, I'm so sick of it like find something they enjoy give them that but then then turn back turn right back around and explain to them the, the getting strong with the process and there's no there's no there's all there is a beginning but there's never truly an end you don't you don't win strength yeah. You don't walk out of here one day and be like, all right, I never have to step in the gym again. <laughs> like, I've gotten as strong as I want to be. So what I really hear, like the main thing you're saying is, you know, mama walks in, I want my kid to be strong, and from there until it's over, if it's even ever over, is good communication. Just yeah. straightforward communication. And, Pro- and you kind of set the 
the expectation. Yeah, I mean, I think you I think it's important to understand what the client or the parent's expectation is. Mm-hmm. You and know, you ta- ideally you it it'll, taper it right. Yeah. Ideally, it aligns. Yeah. Right. You have a parent that comes in that's been a strength athlete or still is a strength athlete or still lifting weights or whatever, and they ha- they understand that premise. Yeah. If you have a parent that's not where lifting weights and strength conditioning isn't part of their life or has never been a part of their life, it's understanding that expectation and then making sure that you can get them to kind of see what you as a coach see as a reasonable expectation. Yeah. Gotcha. Speaking of um, coach, athlete, and communication, and plateaus, and all that good stuff, I coach both of y'all. Ian. Yes, sir. What's the most fun, what's what's the best program, or the most fun you've ever had? Nah, fun's not a good word. That's a bad word. What's the best program you've been through at South Georgia Barbell? Like, you look back at it, and you're like, man, that, I got strong on that, on that bitch. Um. Well, I mean, there, there, there's two of them. There's two. Because, you okay. Know, I've done both. I've done powerlifting and weightlifting. The cycle I went through before the Capital City Barbell meet down in Tallahassee. Oh yeah. I was felt strong as hell. Yeah. Going into that, going to that meet. You know. Um. Is that the one with the picture? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 You guys will yeah. see that picture on the uh Lit yeah. and Chill um post, I guess. Yeah. So I felt super strong after that after that meet. Yeah. Super strong. Yeah. It was powerlifting, so there was also, you know, a little tight too. But it was good. Yeah. Now is this Justin's so, program? Yeah, this Yeah. 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 Um and then I guess the most recent one that we did was uh hang time. Oh yeah, hang time, time, baby. I I didn't like it at first. Yeah, but it, it really did pay dividends. This is a weightlifting, right? It was weight Olympic weightlifting, weightlifting cycle. Everything was pretty much everything was hang. Yeah, that's why I named it hang time. Exactly. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I put two and two together. <laughs> after after about a week, I kind of. <laughs> He's like, okay, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't gone from the floor in two months, Coach. What's going on here? No, I, I really, I really didn't until a week before the competition. That was. Yeah. We didn't go. From the floor, it was a week before the comp, and yeah. then we went from the floor to have an idea of openers. And so, you went, uh, you went big. Stuff shot up. Yeah, shot up. Took root. It did. <laughs> Took root, baby. What'd you do in that competition? One oh five. One of one of five snatch and one forty nine. Yeah, because Tyler Dismu like red lighted you on something. Yeah, jerk. Right elbow, sure. The right elbow. The right elbow. I saw. I saw what he was talking. About. I saw what he was talking about. When I saw the video, it was a little, a little weird. Yeah. A little weird. Yeah. Yeah. A little weird. I mean, I try. Um, you know, you think you're gonna get some home cooking around here, and everybody just wants to be serious. You know what I mean? Golly, man. Golly. I'm a, I'm a, I'm his dang boss too. <laughs> I mean, golly. That's, dizzy. That's a ballsy call. Oh yeah. You know, red light your man. boss, especially when he's holding 150 keys over his head, yeah. and you're right in front of him. Yeah. But really, he gained a lot of respect that day. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt about it. So you went 105, 149. 49. I got um, clean 152. Didn't get the jerk. Yeah. Yeah. Big boy was tired. That was a good day. Big boy was tired after that. <laughs> that was a good day. Yeah, it was. It was a good day. Very good day. All right. Yeah. So, Justin. Yep. What's the uh, what's the favorite cycle, the, your most favorite cycle you've ever been through? Yeah, hands down. D-ball? 
I mean, I just, <laughs> little balls just kidding, man. You know, just the basics. Basic stuff, just the basics. I mean, you know really, I mean? Basic. really though, we are so weak. I mean, like compared to some people, like if somebody was like, "Man, you take steroids," I'd be like, "Nah, bro, you ain't seen have my, you seen my numbers? Have you seen my bench? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not juiced. <laughs> like no. if I was, I would quit. I'd be like, "All right, this is it. No. I'm done." Yeah, no, all natural. Baby. Hands down, favorite hate favorite programming cycle, just a little squats. Just a little squats. There was so much EMOM action. Yeah. I had no time to think. I'll never forget. I was in. Was that the where I had like 20 minute EMOM of like a 90%? What, did you say just a little or just in little? It squats? was called just a little squats. Oh. You like that, don't you? That was slick. That was Every, slick. Everybody's right? learning that I'm. Play on the name there. Okay. Everybody's learning I'm good at uh, at least naming a program. It might not be worth the shit. It's that CrossFit background. Yeah. Yeah. I was. Uh, I'll never forget. I was taking an athlete. To a meet over in somewhere Alabama, I forget now, but I was inside a Maverick barbell in Alabama. It was a 23-minute EMOM at 93%. And I just remember warming up in a gym that I'm not used to, managing an athlete that was trying to cut weight and when we stepped in for weigh-ins, he was still six pounds over. Oh, yeah. And it was a 24-hour weigh-in federation he was uh, competing in. And I remember trying to get my squats in on a Friday in a gym that I'd never been in before. I'm trying to manage that, trying to manage expectations of my athlete, but at the same time, like, trying to, trying to get my lifts done. Yeah. I remember warming up and just looking at the number being 23 and dreading it. It's like, no way I'm hitting 23 singles at 93%. And I, I don't know if you remember this. I called you. Yeah. And I was like, this is an EMOM. Do I get 60 seconds of rest or is it a single every 60 seconds? Yeah. And you gave me the worst answer possible. It was a single every every 60 seconds? Every 60 seconds. Yeah. So set up the clock. You know, now that I look back at that, that was kind of shitty. It was fun. I strong as shit Work. coming out of that you thing. You did it. Work. Because here's what I knew. I knew that 93% wasn't really It was Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was not like a true, like that was on a, on a best guess mm-hmm. of what my true one, one right. RM was at the time. But right. I remember getting to like number seven and just being gassed. I mean gassed. And I was like, no, like I'm not about to be weak in a gym I've never been in you before. Got to number 17 and started thinking about could I crank out some doubles and not have to <laughs> rack this shit anymore? I'm tired of racking it, walking out, yeah. hitting the single, contemplating hitting some doubles and just calling it a day. Yeah. I remember remember the 23rd rep, getting it, feeling easy, went ahead and knocked an extra two out yeah. that, on that one. So hit 25 singles at 93%, which at the time was a little north of 415. I was tired. Big boy was tired after that one. <laughs> I bet. Big boy was there. That was a good cycle. That no, that was a lot of fun. I'm 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 really looking forward to getting back to that one at some point this year in twenty three. Yeah. So what about you, coach? What about me? Your your cycle. My favorite. cycle. Yeah, your favorite. <clears throat> My block right now. You've uh you oh oh Andy's put you through him. He has bit. put me he's he's put me through some through some hard times. <clears throat> what was that last squat cycle called? Uh I don't think he named it. Not for me. So step it up, Andy. 20, Put a name on a program. So, the twenty rep, man. 
Is that the one you're talking about? Yeah. So yeah. So what it was no, is no, it was no, it was twenty reps, right? No, it was as it many was reps as possible. Amrap, Amrap. Yeah. So Amrap. you would do like so at the beginning part of the week, you would do like, you know, four, and the volume would go up every every week. But <clears throat> like the first week, it started like four sets of two, then you did an Amrap, and it was all at like eighty five percent. I think eighty, eighty or eighty five percent. Nice. And um. You know the week would you know the weeks will keep going the volume will go up six by two then you would do an AMRAP and you're doing two AMRAPs a week and I think uh, by the last week we did um, I think the most I got was twenty three or twenty four reps at three hundred pounds so that was uh, <clears throat> that'll teach you some grind right there like literally just going numb I also learned the most important thing about that cycle was I learned what a McGangbang was because <laughs> what. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So Andy told me he's like, when you get done on your AMRAP days, go eat a McGangbang. And what it is is you go to McDonald's and you order two McDoubles and like a chicken sandwich, or maybe it's one McDouble. I can't remember, but you put them together, and basically, basically, it was get as many calories as possible into your body, and it helped me. Never heard of that before. Yeah. I learned something new tonight. Yeah. I think I my favorite part of that cycle was real, you realized probably pretty quickly that you were searching for stimulus on Fridays to get through those squat cycles. Yeah, so I was like having to go <clears throat> to some uh, – because the first time you do the AMRAP, at, the first time you do that AMRAP at 300 pounds, you don't really know what you're getting yourself into. You just start squatting. And I think I got like 15, 13 or 15 the very first week. And I was all dramatic on the ground. <sighs> you know, then the next week I was like, all right, well, I at least got to get one more rep. Right. But then I was starting to creep towards 20. And then as the weeks go on, you know, so before you do the AMRAP, you know exactly what you're about to step into. And that's what makes it hard. Right. Because like, I know, now I know exactly what I'm about to get, get myself into. And you just have to, what Justin's saying is like, some weeks I would have to listen to metal. Some weeks I was like, I, I, there was one week I literally just put on Kobe Bryant just talking to me like over the loudspeakers it's Kobe talking nice and one or, one week was nothing and I think the when I got the most reps I think I was lis- listening to Whipping Post yeah. by Allman Brothers yep yeah good song good tunes good tunes yeah, yeah. so <clears throat> did I get strong from that cycle yes but I think I got me- more mentally strong because now like now that I know what my body's capable of Sometimes I'll be doing clean jerks and I'm like, you know, I'm about to make a 20 kilo jump because I know my legs can handle it, you know, you know, stuff like that. Right. Also too, like it, it, it pretty much puts you in a position where you had no fear about your back after coming back. Oh yeah. No, your back was strong. Yeah. My back can handle, yeah, that many reps. For sure. Oh yeah. But, um, yeah, let's take a, uh, one more quick break and then we'll come back and uh, finish this bad boy out. We're back. And I, had to, and I had to turn this thing on because it was about to get a little feisty out here. Okay? Gloves are off, boys. Here we go. <laughs> so. Get, get a little heated. We'll start with, uh, we'll start with Ian. Oh, Lord. Here's the question. All right. If you could pick one lift to do for the rest of your life, you couldn't do any more. One out of the five bar. We said five bar, right? Yep. So snatch, clean and jerk, squat, bench, deadlift. One, two, three, four, five. You have to pick only one for the rest of your life. Which one would you do? Mm. And why? Mm. It's tough. 
and it, this may shock some people. All right. I'm ready. But I'm going to say if I have to do one, yeah, that's my life, right? The rest of your life. Clean and jerk. Clean and jerk. I can see that. Why? 100%. Why the clean and jerk? That kind of goes back to what I said earlier. I mean, the the translation into the power development and just uh, it just translates into everything. I feel like you know. I mean, if, if you got to do one lift, you know, and it's a, a total body wears you out. They can just translate. I can get behind. Keep you strong. Keep you athletic. I can get behind that. I like it. What about you, Justin? I can already tell him we'll hate your answer. Yep. Pretty much. <laughs> just I'm probably going to pick the one that er- that everybody would walk away from for the rest of their life. I'm squatting. He's squatting. I'm squatting until the day I die, brother. He's squatting. Wow. Got to go. Got. I don't know. Got to go squat. It's just something about getting under and unracking some heavy weight on a squat bar and grinding it out. You know. Probably why I love that just a little squats program so much. It was just the, the volume was high, but strong legs, strong core, building that dump truck. Like yeah. just I don't know. There's just something about unracking a squat bar and just listening to the jangle jangle. The jangle jangle of the steels. You clank, know what clank, I mean? Clank, clank. Yeah. <laughs> nothing nothing beats that. Nothing beats you know, lifting steels, squatting heavy steels. Just Okay. There's just a romantic uh, attraction there. There's no scientific reason. Well, there you go. You're yeah. still in the romance. Yeah. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah. I, I don't know if romantic is the right <laughs> word. There. No, no, no. I love squatting. I thought he was, was going to say, I Man. love romance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do have three kids. Yeah. 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 You do. Yeah. You do. <laughs> I was going to make a joke, but I'm not. Um. I guess if I had to pick one, and they've already heard my answer because it was that's when it was starting to get a little touchy out here, but I would snatch 100%. Because, I mean, it's just from the ground to overhead. I can squat it. I can power it. Full body. You look like a guy that loves snatch. Full. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. It's a problem. Okay? I'm a snatch specialist, baby. <laughs> snatch assassin, baby. <clears throat> Speaking of snatch, I almost snatched 120 the other day. I saw that, man. 264 pounds. One of the most beautiful fails I've ever seen. It was. It made me sick to my stomach. Yep. I almost took the rest of the day off. So if you saw it on my Instagram, just know I almost took the rest of the day off. Did the Rage Monster come out? No. No, I didn't. It didn't. You know what I hadn't seen in a long time? What? I hadn't seen his Ian's Rage Monster pop oh, out in a while. Man. It's been a hot minute. Let's. Oh, you know what? Let's go down memory lane for I a really second. I had to. Let's go down memory lane for a second. Put a comp on the schedule. I think that's what makes it happen. <clears throat> One time, Ian Smith here was, uh, hold on, sorry, my laptop set up something. <clears throat> so one time, Ian Smith was bench pressing for competition. We were training. He was training. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I had been in the powerlifting game that, that long. It was before that meet. It was before yeah. that meet with the before cool picture. Meet. Yeah. This was for Savannah, right? Yeah. 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 So you were programming. Wait, no, no. No, I wasn't programming no, no, no. for Savannah. Before that one. This no, yeah, yeah, so yeah. Was, yeah, yeah. But you were spotting. But I was spotting him on bench press. Yeah, yeah I was. And this sitting, is yeah. early in the morning. Yeah. This is early in the morning, and I'm spotting you on bench press. And he does a comp pause, and was it for just a single? Mm, it's just a single. Was it like 150? 150. 150. 150. Yeah. 150. And I'm just going to tell you right now, and you can say what you want to. That thing was not moving very fast. 
Well, yeah, uh, exactly. Exactly. You, Hold on, uh, back up. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was not moving very fast. <laughs> uh, you didn't say it wasn't moving. It was not moving very fast. It wasn't moving as fast as I wanted it to. So I grabbed it and racked it. And when I tell you, I've never seen such an angry person in my life turn around, look at me, and say, "Don't touch the bar." <laughs> He might have said some other words. Yeah. But, the in, but in that moment, it was a good moment for me and Ian because in that moment I had to choose. Like, because I'm shorter, I'm smaller, but I'm also like the coach, right? And in that moment, I had to buck up a little bit. Were you I gonna, had to poke were, my chest out. Were you going to bat down or were you going to choose violence? Right. And I so, chose violence. You did. And I belittled him. And I said, <laughs> I said, well, it wasn't moving as fast as I wanted it to. Let's do it again and do it better or something like that. Yeah, and then you went down there, and you did it. I've better. never seen one fifty move off his chest that fast. It moved fast, and I was like, "Yeah, that's better," or something like that. Yeah, well, it wasn't a comp pause, and I think my butt came up a little bit, but it still moved. But a lot it was <laughs> still moved up a lot faster. But I would say that was a defining moment in our relationship. It was. It was. It was make or break. Yeah, it was make or break. Because like, if I would have backed down in that moment, like, I don't think you would have respected me as much. What do you I think? I wouldn't have lost. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't have lost any. Or maybe not like lost respect, but you were just like, you know what? Matt can, this this kid's ready to go. You know what I mean? Like he put his life on the line right there. Because you could have beat me up. I was sitting in the corner. I wanted to. Yeah. I was sitting in the corner. I did. I think mommy and daddy were fighting. I think I called you or texted you. Because I went home and thought about it. And I was like, man, I was a, I was a real jackass <laughs> just then. Like, I was a little uncalled for. No, I mean, I remember walking out of there, though, and yeah. being like, that was good. Yeah. That's good the, for our relationship. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, have we ever had a moment like that, Justin? No, <clears throat> we I haven't. Don't think so. Yeah, you just listen. Yeah, you just do. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not as aggressive you're or dominant. Good, you're a good soldier. You good yeah. little little man. <laughs> um, what about y'all two? Have y'all ever had a? You two ever had a moment like that? Y'all are pretty close. I don't think we've ever really had a spat like that before. No. Normally, me and him, we're, we're, when we're yelling at each other, it's it's positive. Right. Yeah. yeah. Or you're joking. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah 100%. Right, right. Yeah. There's yeah, usually yeah. been some some drink. There's either, you know, a drink or some, usually me, provoking an argument. Yeah. Just to get a, just to see if I can get a rise out of it. Oh, yeah. No, there, there's definitely some possum poking going on <laughs> in our relationship. <laughs> No doubt about that. Um, Gotta spice it up, man. Yeah. Um, all right, let's do one more thing before we uh, get off this thing. Um, all right, so I'm going to give you three sports in the strength fitness realm, okay? We'll go with CrossFit, weightlifting, and powerlifting, okay? <clears throat> if there's one sport that you would just completely get rid of, never do again, choose one of those if there's one you could just do one time <laughs> one time choose that one and then one you could do forever kind of like marry one sport you could marry which one would that be all three that's how I'm going to word that <laughs> what about you Ian which yep. sport would you kill CrossFit <laughs> CrossFit. 
Yeah. I Why? Did, I did. I did Why it. would you kill CrossFit? I did it. For, I did it for years. Yeah. And I'm, I'm a little done. disclaimer there. He's paid his dues. Yeah. I did it for years, and I'm I'm, I'm done with it. Yeah. I'm done with it. I don't like burpees. Yeah. Yeah. My, my shoulders can't handle pull ups anymore very much. Yeah. Um, Not the the kipping ones. Yeah. 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 Because we still do some some straight pull ups. Well, yeah, I do. I mean, I do straight pull ups. Yeah. So. There's two of the three of us can do street pull-ups. Yeah, we got a lap pull-down machine yeah. now at the gym, so. He's throwing shade. What'd he say? What's the last thing you said? I said two of the three of us can do street pull-ups. Oh. Hey. Don't talk about me like that. I'm just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> but no, man. I two mean, of the I three of us is also one right. gold. So, just saying. <sighs> now, he's getting, now he's getting into a metal count on you, man. Okay. And I got more in the gym than you do. Oh. Yeah, but yours aren't as pretty as mine. I don't know about that. I mean, I've got, I've got one from All South. Got one from Capital City. Ooh, the ones from All South are nice. Yeah, no, 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 don't know those are. I've got. I'm just um, saying they're not the right color. Oh, oh, I got you. Got oh, a, oh. A, you know, finals medals, you know. Oh, he does have a national medal. Yeah, national medals. Yeah, all right, I'll give it to you. you know. I'll give it to you. You got it. You got it. Yeah, I ain't got yeah. it on the national stage yet. Yeah. Yep. All right. I got a gold from here. This meat. He did. Oh, all right. Retract that statement. Yeah. Yeah. Wrong. Dead so wrong. Shove it. It's, yep. It's okay yeah. to be wrong. Yeah. It's okay. I'm good with it. Yeah. All right. So you would kill CrossFit. Kill CrossFit. All right. So which one would you just you know meet up at you know a little one night just one time? Just meet up at Applebee's one time. Just meet up at Applebee's. What's up? We're gonna get the appetizer. I'm not gonna call you back. Hmm. I'd say weightlifting, man. Oh. Say weightlift. Just <laughs> Matt's heart just fell out of his chest. <sighs> yeah, and I, and I know that sounds crazy because clean and jerk okay. is, is the one lift yeah. that I would do. It's okay. But we're talking. It's just power lifting's just just the old tried and true, man. Yeah. The old faithful. It's what I what I cut my teeth on. Yeah. You know, when I started lifting. So you would marry power bench lifting, squat, bench squat, and deadlifting. Yeah. You would marry marry her. That's what I cut my teeth on, man. Okay. I got you. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. <clears throat> Get behind that. All right, Justin. Which uh, which sport would you um would you uh marry? Who would you marry? Well, we'll start you. We'll go from you know the other way. This may surprise you. Okay. I'm going Olympic weightlifting. Oh. Mm. Yeah. You'd marry Olympic weightlifting because I feel like, and I'm you know gonna quote the great Andy here. Andy Coggins. Yep. Yeah powerlifting movements or accessories inside of Olympic weightlifting. So I could still bitch. Yeah. I could still dead. I could still squat while still doing Olympic lifting. Yeah. So that was a little That's tactical strategy taking place on that answer. That's, true. Yeah. That's true. Very true. All right. So who would you, uh, who would you meet up Applebee's with? I'd, get him a, oh. get him a margarita. Yeah. Gonna have to be, I mean, it's gonna have to be powerlifting. I yeah. mean, I got you. Yeah. You're going to have to, I mean, just for the sake of, you know, enjoying that, that one time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that leaves CrossFit on the floor. Yeah, that's right. yeah. CrossFit's been killed twice, man. Yeah. Terrible, That's man. crazy. Terrible. For good uh, reason. What? For, I said for good reason. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe until yeah. you, maybe until you hear my answer. Hey. Uh, I know what your answer's going to If be. I had to kill a sport. It would be powerlifting. <laughs> <laughs> Knew it. I hate everything about powerlifting. Number one, I'm not good at it. I'm weak. 
when it comes to powerlifting. <laughs> and it's boring. I'm a, I'm a weightlifting guy. So like competition, I'm just like, when I'm at a powerlifting competition, I love you guys. And I would go to every single one. Oh, they take forever. But they take forever. They do take forever. They do. And you know, my. They do. My personality, man. I just I want to I want to mess somebody on the cards. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't know. Anyway, so powerlifting's gone. I don't ever want to see it again. Okay, and that's not talking bad about powerlifting. Yeah, We're just, yeah it's just, it is. No, no, no. It's just it's you just, just the, called it boring. It's the question. I'm just answering the question. Okay. I would uh, <clears throat> I would meet uh, CrossFit at uh, Applebee's a couple times a year. You know what I'm saying? I'd come back to her. You know, yeah, yeah. The, little, little Murph. Yeah, little, little Murph every now and then. Little Murph every now yeah, and then. Yeah. You know, make sure I can still move a little bit. You know, just take me around the block a couple times. You know what I mean? Catch a little Cindy, a little Diane every now and again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I would marry Olympic weightlifting just cause. She just, you know, she's been good to me. She's been good to me. You know, been good to She's she's taking me places. She's uh, taking me around the world a little bit, <clears throat> going to some places I've never went before. So she's sugar mama is what you're saying. She's my sugar mama. Weightlifting is my sugar mama. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have a kid with Olympic weightlifting, you know? No doubt about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've, no seen your, uh, I've seen your your hump in the bar on your snatch. <laughs> you see I've, seen the, I've seen the attempts. Yeah. You see those arms bend? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, I think that was good. I think that was good talking y'all got anything else y'all want to add before we go anything you want to do anybody want to shout out um got anything coming up let's talk about that i know we're we talked about it yeah what you got let's talk let's talk about the meet all right november all right it's a go right yeah we're green lit on that one right now yeah so powerlifting meet south georgia barbell brawl it's a green light november right yep we're gonna try to get that scheduled first uh first saturday in november good stuff Best go. meat, best meat in the country. That's a fact. Let's go. No doubt about it. That's a proven fact. No you want to come showcase your strength? Moultrie, Georgia, yeah. November. Yeah. Barbell brawl. Let's do it, baby. Green light. Um. All right. So there you go. I'm gonna have these boys on more probably than a lot of people. So y'all get used to uh, these two guys. Um. So yeah. Lift and chill. We out.